Hi, and welcome to the Joyous to Be podcast. I'm your host, Dasha, and I'm so happy to have you here. Okay, imagine the life where you feel excited as you wake up every morning, where you love what you do, and you feel inspired, and you love the people you're going to interact with, where you feel safe and confident and calm and peaceful and happy and joyous to just be and live and explore this beautiful life looking forward to miracles that you know are on their way to you, where you trust God and are ready to co-create your amazing life with the universe, leading your people to a better, high-quality, abundant life full of magic. This is where I'm going, and on this podcast, I share with you what I learned on my way there, how to fall in love with yourself and how to believe in your dreams, how to build beautiful relationships with people around you, how to set healthy boundaries and how to stay sane and learn to trust your gut, how to shift through fears and let things be easy, and many, many more things we need to master on our way to that beautiful life. So, are you coming with me? Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. Today I want to talk to you, I want to tell you about the stupid questions that I was asked when I was manifesting my future husband, I mean my husband, my present husband. I was streaming on Twitch and the majority of questions uh, I received that like that I considered stupid even back then especially now, (laughs) uh, were from my viewers on Twitch. And the reason I call them stupid is not to say, like, I don't want to say that, that, like, if you are wondering about this, it's a stupid question. Like, this is not my intention. Why I call them stupid is, um, like, to show you that they are not even worthy of discussing when you hold your standards high, when you set your standards and when you hold your standards high, those questions are just not questions. And like, if you're a fan, I mean, if you, not maybe a fan, I'm a fan of Amanda Francis, but if you know Amanda Francis, she's a money coach and business coach. And the way she speaks about money and like when I see uh, people asking questions that like, for example, I'm wondering about because for me, they're like serious questions. What if, what if, what if, what if she stands like she holds her vibration and she holds her standards so high that for her, they're not even like serious questions to consider and for for us for those of us who don't really like haven't yet solved to the fullest this you know money question money vibration wealth vibration those questions are still serious so the reason i call this question stupid is not like to let you know that you were stupid for asking them. Uh, it's just that when, like, I managed to hold this high standard, hold this high vibration when I was manifesting love, that those questions to me were not even questions. But there are still a lot of you who ask these questions, and I totally understand it. I totally get it. I was in a place where I was asking these questions, and when I'm gonna be answering them, I want you to just understand the vibe, understand the standards you should be setting for yourself. So it would be like those questions wouldn't be even, you know, something to consider. And so I wrote down what? One, two, three, four, five, six, six questions. I wrote down six questions 
four of them um, are the silliest and then there, there are other two that are like they were serious questions they were serious obstacles that i needed to figure out in my mind uh so it would be you know easier for me to stay high vibing to stay on high vibration and honestly when we want to manifest something that somebody else already manifested we want to you know talk to this person and to take their standards and up-level our standards to match their standards because they are the ones uh, who, for whom this works. Like we want something and there are people who have that already and it works for them. And we want to talk to them and be in their vibration to, you know, to adapt, to take their standards and their way of seeing things and make it our own. And this is what I want to do for you um, because like when it comes to relationships, when it comes to personal boundaries, when it comes to manifesting love, I have the strong vibration of just, just having it and and you know having it naturally and easily and I want to just share my perspective with you and so the first two questions are the, like the silliest were the silliest for me even like when I was not married when I was even not dating my husband and the first one is what if your future husband eats meat or wants you to cook meat I was first vegan then vegetarian uh when i started streaming and like we were discussing it a lot of times on twitch and there were people who were interested and i was giving them advice on you know how to like what to substitute meat with how to uh go vegan or vegetarian in a healthy way so it wouldn't damage your health you know and like and there were people who just didn't accept it because like they preferred meat and like i don't care honestly like as long as people don't teach me how to live i'm not gonna teach them how to live like you know uh, and um and the question um that came up a lot in our conversations was th was that like you don't cook meat now, but when you are married, when you have a husband, and what if he eats meat? And what if he makes you cook meat? What if he expects you to cook meat? And my answer always was that I don't eat meat. This is my standard. I feel better without it. I went vegan um, because like dairy and meat were bad for my health. I didn't feel good, my skin was terrible, and I'm also lactose intolerant, and so I was better without meat and without dairy. And so, and like, what do you even mean when you ask that I would have a husband who would make me eat meat? Like, what are we even talking about here? This is me, this is my body, and I am responsible for my body. Like, this is a standard for me. I don't eat meat. And there's no one who could make me eat meat. 
And like, this is even out of the question. And if I have a person, if I meet a person, if I meet a man who is, you know, he is everything I want, he treats me well, he cares about me, he listens to me, he appreciates me the way I am, he is interested in the things that I talk about, right? Like, he's not skeptical about all this law of attraction stuff and all, like, and everything else. Like, he's perfect, let's say, but he tries to make me eat meat, then he's not that perfect. Then he's not the person that I'm looking for. If he doesn't understand that what I eat and what I don't eat is my choice, if he doesn't respect my point of view here, he's not the one that I want, and I'm going to be looking for another man, or like not looking for... Uh, but waiting for attracting, you know, being in a vibration of the man existing, that man who cares about me, accepts me, loves me, is interested in everything that I'm interested in, not everything, like, is not, you know, not laughing, not making fun of what I am interested in, of my hobbies, of my teachings, of my coaching, right? Like, of, of what... I am learning and teaching daily. And also, that man will be okay with me not eating meat. Because, like, when I face, like, when I talk to people, when I face contrast, when I, when I meet people who are not exactly what I want, it only helps me to understand better what I do want. So I could understand it, accept it, and also accept the fact that he is not that, that man is not that because he doesn't get it that I I can't eat meat, that I, I can't eat dairy and I don't want to eat meat. He's not the guy. I will just, you know, we will be just friends and we will agree to disagree and I won't try to build relationship with them because, like, the fact that I don't eat meat was not even something to negotiate in the first place. This is how I treat myself. This is how I take care of myself. And like my health comes first. And then when we talk about uh, what if he like accepts the fact that I don't eat meat, but he wants meat and he will make me cook it. This is also out of the question. And here, you know, there are two options, like depending on your standards. If you don't mind, like if if you don't eat meat, but you don't mind cooking it, then it's not a problem for you. You can cook meat for him. It was a problem for me. I didn't want to cook meat because if you've been a vegan or vegetarian for some time, the smell of meat, of fresh meat, of cooking meat, of, uh, you know, fried meat or boiled meat is just disgusting for you. You like, that's no. And so I was not ready to cook meat. And for me, the standard was that if he wants to eat meat, then he will have to cook it or buy it or order it or like, you know, wait for someone else to cook it for him because I'm not going to do it. And for the man that I'm looking for, it's not going to be a problem at all. He won't make me do what I don't want to do. Like you can't make people. What kind of relationship is that where you make a person do something, right? Like it doesn't make sense. It was like, what are you even talking about? And like, even if you eat meat, you understand what I'm talking about here, right? Because it's like, it's just about standards, like about everything, not only about meat, about food, 
there are people, there are women who don't want their husbands to eat meat. There are men who don't want their women, their, their wives to eat meat, their girlfriends to eat meat. And it's okay too. I realized a long time ago, you can't make people like do something. And I honestly, I didn't mind. Like if, if my future husband chooses to eat meat, it's fine. Like it's none of my business. But if it's important for you that your future husband or your future wife doesn't eat meat, it's your standard. Then you're looking for people who don't eat meat. It's normal. Like you're not asking for too much. You're not being too picky. And it's it's much better and it's like it's just common sense to look for a person who doesn't eat meat instead of finding a person who does and then trying to change them and trying to make them do something they don't want to do. So you're looking for a person who doesn't eat meat and it's fine. And when you meet a person who is perfect, he's just perfect like in every other aspect, but he eats meat and for you it's just crucial that he or she doesn't, then it's not your person. And please trust that there are so many men and women, so many people in this world who are a perfect match for you, for your desires, for everything that you're looking for in a person. You don't have to settle. You get to have your standards and you don't have to settle. You can just choose you know and if you meet somebody who is just perfect in every sense but he eats meat or she eats meat then you just you know you look at this person and you appreciate this person like every aspect of them that is a match to your desires and you take it as a sign that your dream is coming closer and closer and closer to you and people you meet are nicer and nicer and nicer and better and better and better and this is like that's why the quality of your life is better and better and better and better and better but you still get to choose you still get to not settle that's very important to understand uh, next question was what if your future husband makes you choose between him and cats when I was streaming I had two cats now I have one cat uh, my, my sweet Mumu died from kidney disease um, in the beginning of this year of 2021 so I had two cats and um, and yeah there were a lot of people asking me like what if your future boyfriend what if your future husband doesn't like cats what if you will have to choose? Who would you choose? A cat, like your cats or your boyfriend? And it's the same thing. Like, if there is a guy who doesn't like cats, we already don't match because I love animals. I love cats. I love dogs. I like, but I have two cats already. Like, I can't get rid of them to, you know, to be with someone else. Like, even if there is a guy with a dog and I have two cats, it's problematic. I'm not looking for it because, like, I have two cats that I love and I don't want, you know, cause stress in their lives. This is why, like, even a man with a dog is like not my perfect match at the moment, right? And then like if there is a guy who is making me again choose between him and my cats, 
And if you have pets, you understand that they're like your kids. You can't just betray them. You can't just like, okay, I like, I refuse to have cats because I choose love. Like you don't have to choose. It doesn't have to be either or. And if there is a person who tries to make you think, make you believe that there is always either or, don't listen to this person. It's not your person. You get to choose, like you get to have what you want. And so my standard was that this guy that I'm looking for loves cats, not just doesn't mind cats, loves cats, because I've met people who don't mind animals, and they like, you know, they just ignore them, and like, um, I have, who did I have? I think like I had a, oh yeah, I did, I did have a boyfriend, I think in my previous relationship. Uh, the guy just, like, he didn't mind cats. He didn't care about them. And, like, it shows in the way he treated them. Like, he doesn't mind them, but he's not very, like, the way he treats them is not very loving because, like, he just wants them out of the way. I don't like that either. I want, I wanted my future boyfriend, my future husband to love animals, to love cats. And, like, again... If it's a guy who is perfect in every other way and like doesn't make me eat meat and, and or doesn't eat meat or, you know, doesn't mind that I don't eat meat, but he doesn't like cats, he's not my guy. He's not a perfect match for me. And I get to trust that there are a lot of people who are like that, who are my perfect match and I don't have to settle for anything less. Like it's, yeah. Mouse agrees. Next question. What if he doesn't like the way you dress? This is even a bigger, um, like even a higher standard. I don't know how to, how to explain it. Um, the thing is that I was, uh, I grew up in a family where, uh, my family members thought that it was okay to have an opinion about the way I dress, about, to have an opinion about what in my body I should hide and what I should, you know, show more, and like how, depending on, on my figure, what exactly should I wear, and like what was um, not acceptable in the way I dress, and I, it, it just triggered me a lot, even back then, I remember a situation where, uh, like my mom and, and I were shopping at the shoe store, shoe, sh what, shoe shop, shoe shop, and I chose really nice shoes, and I was like, I was so happy, I put them on, and I was just walking around the store, I chose them already, I wanted them, and um, I was waiting for my mom to choose, like, whatever she wants, and she called dad, or, I don't know, dad just, mm, you know, came to pick us up, and, I don't know, pay for what we chose, I don't remember, like, I was a student, I was, like, maybe 19, 20 something like that 19 or 20 I mean. and so like I chose them I picked them I was like I want this please buy me that and my mom is the kind of person who asks my dad for my dad's opinion all the time like um and it happened multiple times where uh, she would you know buy a dress or buy a coat and then she would show it to my dad and he would be like no I don't like it. No, that's mm, that's not pretty. And she would give this this clothes away. She would, you know, give it to me because uh, because she doesn't want to wear it now because she feels insecure now. And 
It pissed me off so much, even back then. Like, what are you even talking about? You bought this thing, you bought this dress because you liked it. And then dad said that that he doesn't like the way you look in that dress. And now you you feel insecure and you don't like that dress anymore. Like, what what world are we living in? What's going on here? Like, it pissed me off so bad. And so, like, dad came to pick us up. And my mom asked him, like, what he thought about the shoes that she chose. And I didn't ask him. I was like, I'm buying this. I want this. Please buy me this. Because those are just amazing. And he looks at my shoes and he's like, no, we're not buying this. No, they they, they just look ugly. And I was like, huh? I didn't ask you that. Well, he didn't buy me, obviously, those shoes. And, like, I made a scene uh, about it. But, you know, I wasn't the one um, able to pay for them. So, we didn't buy them. But that was a huge lesson for me. And ever since, it was my standard that my boyfriends never have a say in what I get to, like, in how I get to dress. And, like... It was always up to me. And what I wanted from them was acceptance. And, you know, like, uh, it happened also on my stream the other day. Yesterday, yesterday I was streaming and one of my viewers showed up and said that he really enjoys um, my new hair color. And then he said that he preferred the red hair, like the previous red hair, the dark red hair, um, more and I was like in a joking way, but I said, are you saying that you don't like the way I look right now? Because you know what? We ban here people who don't like the way I look. So you have your last, you know, phrase. You have your chance for your last words and then you will be banned. I was joking, obviously. I don't need now to ban people who don't like the way I dress. But I also don't need people to tell me how to dress. Like, okay, you, you are allowed to have an opinion. Your opinion doesn't matter. I get to choose the way I'm gonna look. I get to choose the way um, I dress, the way my hair looks. And like, you don't have a say in it. And I wanted my future husband to understand that, like, I have preferences. And I never liked, for example, short dresses, like mini mini skirts, mini dresses. Like, I never liked them. And I have a lot of maxi skirts. I have a lot of, like, dresses that go lower than my knees, like, below my knees. And I have a lot of maxi skirts. And I'm fine with that. I feel amazing when I wear those skirts. And there's, this is not something I want to change. And like, if my future husband doesn't like the way I dress, he is not my match. This is a very strong standard I had even in my previous relationships. You don't get to decide how I'm gonna like look, how I'm gonna dress. And now when I'm married, this is how it is. Like, I choose the way I dress. I can ask him, like, which um, sweater goes better, like, which which clothes goes better with what. And, and he will share his opinion. And I taught him how to share his opinion in a way that is not offensive, that doesn't hurt my feelings. Like, it's not just, no, no, that looks ugly. It's like, I prefer this one, but whatever feels comfortable for you is fine. And I'm like, okay, he prefers this one. And I can, like, with this information, I can look at myself in the mirror and say, okay, he prefers this one. But actually, this one, 
is more comfortable. So I'm free to choose and I choose like the opposite of what he chose. And it's fine and he still loves me and he, you know, basically doesn't care how I look. And this is what I want you to understand. You don't get to decide how other people look. You get to accept them the way they are or not accept them. And if you don't want to accept them, then like they, you just don't have a say. You just shut up and you just, you know, go live your life. And the same goes like when we talk about the way you dress. You get to choose if you feel that you don't know like what's what's good for you, like what suits you better. Hire a um, clothing specialist. What are they called? Stylist. Hire a stylist. Ask them or maybe like buy an online course to help you understand better like what goes with what and like what you're supposed to wear with what and like like if you feel that you don't have enough knowledge about this. But other people don't get to decide for you. And like, again, this is the same thing. Like, if this person that you met is amazing in every other way, like he is or she is just exactly what you dreamt about, except the fact that they don't like the way you dress and they try to change it about you, they are not your match because your person will be fine with the way you dress. And we all know those examples, maybe in our own experiences, maybe in somebody else's life, where a girl, for example, tries to be everything the guy wants her to be and then he still doesn't choose her. Or he chooses her, but like she doesn't feel comfortable. She doesn't feel like herself. She doesn't feel that he sees her authentically. That's because she's not being authentic. And the same goes like uh, when a guy, there was a movie even, I can't remember what was the name of that movie, but there was a guy who like, he was all pretense. He tried to make this girl like him and he was like, um, he started having hobbies uh, doing things that he didn't like doing and dressing the way she preferred him to dress and something like that. And in the end, it was not a happy couple because she was like, he saw her as demanding and he just couldn't uh, handle every, like, couldn't uh, represent everything that she wanted him to represent. And at the same time, he was mad at her because she didn't see him authentically. But the truth is that he just didn't let her see him authentically and, you know, form an opinion about him and like him for who he is or don't like him for who he is. And this is what we do when we agree to be somebody's you know, puppet, to do what other people want us to do. Like, if I love maxi skirts and there is the guy who is like, I love you, you're amazing, you're incredible, I love your cats, I don't mind that you don't eat meat and like, you know, all the other stuff. But he's like, but I would prefer if you would dress differently. And let's say I would say, okay, uh, like this is like the only option that doesn't, you know, that goes against my standards and I don't want to be too picky and I want, like, I will change the way I dress. But then it's not me. I'm not being authentically myself because I'm changing the way I dress. I dress 
the way I don't want to dress. And there is a Russian show, I'm pretty sure, like, I'm sure there is a show in English um, that is, like, the same. But there is a Russian show where family members bring their, like, family member, their mom or, like, their wife to this show and they say that they don't like the way she dresses and they want to change her. I don't remember if I ever saw a man on that show, like, being the subject for discussion. Uh, it's mostly about women. And I just hated that show because, I mean, it's okay when people bring this lady and, and say that she just forgot about herself. She, she just cares too much about us and we want to, you know, to give her something back and please transform her. Please make her, um, please show her how beautiful she really is when she dresses differently. Okay, maybe that's okay. But then again, there are a bunch of stylists who then uh, discuss, like, they let her choose what to what to wear and then they um, choose for her. And then they judge. It's like constant judging. You chose this skirt and it looks ugly and blah, blah, blah. Like, this is just... This is just terrible. But then the most terrible situation is when a husband brings a wife to the show and they say, like, I like I don't find her sexy anymore. Like, please change this because this is not what I'm married. And, like, this is not sexy. And it just pissed me off so bad. My mom was watching the show and I was like, ah, why are you doing this? This is terrible. Let people be and don't ever you know, judge them by the way they dress. Like, if you don't like the way they dress and they do, then it's your problem. If you meet a girl or a guy and they are happy with the way they dress, they use their clothes to, you know, to express how they see this world, how they see themselves, and they are fine with that, then it's none of your business how they dress. And if you're not happy with the way they dress, if you, like, feel ashamed walking with them along the street because the they are dressed like that, they're just not your people. Let them be. Leave them alone and move on with your life. You know what? I'm going to finish this episode right here because my every episode lately is just super long and I have three questions that I want to answer and I'm gonna do it in my next episode. So this is gonna be like part one and if you have some silly questions that you get asked and you don't know how to answer or maybe you have something like if you want some specific details, if you want like if you have a question like that that uh, you want my opinion on, please ask me uh, like send me a DM on Insta and let's talk about this and I will see you in my next episode where I'm gonna discuss the next three silly questions that I was asked when I was manifesting my husband and thank you so much for listening and have a lovely rest of your day Mwah. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something useful. If you did, please leave a review and rate my podcast. And I will see you in the next episode. Love you. Bye.